Welcome everyone to the Nail Shop, brought to you by Kassar's Nail Creations. Hey, Kassar's Nail Creations. Today we're introducing a new segment called Kassar's Chats. Today we're interviewing Dolitha Young. Instagram followers may know her by the name at Nail Delicious. And if you don't know her, now you know, you know. Alright, so um, I am Kasara, and also we have Jonathan, my wonderful husband that sometimes I know and may not know on the line, and we are live and recording. How are you? I'm good. Um, enjoying this rainy weather here in Southern California right now. Oh, what happened to it never rains in Southern California? I know. Everybody out there be safe. Drive safe. Because you know what? We may have this uh, petty rain going on, but there's people around the world that got negative 50 degree weather going on. So. I know. I've been thinking about them. You know, a lot of my nail friends, my nail sisters and brothers are back east and, you know, got to keep them up and keep them in our thoughts also. Yeah, we thinking about you guys. Y'all be safe out there. Stay warm. Don't forget to keep your uh, faucets on a little drip drip. So your pipes won't freeze up on y'all. But um, don't go out if you don't have to. <laughs> and don't go out if you don't have to. Exactly. So we just gonna go ahead and we about to get right to this. Um, first of all, um, we did we introduced you already, um, Miss Dol- uh-huh. Dolita Young. But um, before we actually start going into that, um, let me let us know. Let our listeners know. Um, who you are exactly and um, what you do uh, for a living. Okay. Hello, everybody. You can call me Katie. Um, I'm a licensed nail technician. Well, my, my license is cosmetology. My first license was nail, tech, nail technology. But after obtaining a cosmetology license, you know, I, you know, just let my nail license go because cosmetology covers everything. Um, I've been in the business since I was 13. I started out... I'm sorry, you said since you were 13? I'm sorry? You said since you were 13? 13, yes. Wow. Yes. Since I was 13 and I am 53 now. And I will be 54 this summer. Oh, so. congratulations! <laughs> when this summer? I I have a birthday in the summertime. Yes, I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo too, girl. When's your birthday? July 31st. I am August the 19th. Uh, Leo to another Leo. How you doing? And oh, happy birthday. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> no, but I've been, in, you know. I got hooked on nails at 13. It was, it was weird how it happened, but... Um, how did it happen? Well, my parents 
are Southerners. Well, you know, you know, Southerners. My mom's from Arkansas, my Texas Southern, Midwest, you know. And every year, it seemed like our family always wants to have the family reunions back in Arkansas and Texas. So this, this particular year, you know, they had it in Los Angeles. My mom wanted to go get her nails done. And I went with her and watching them put this liquid and this powder together on this little form and then creating the nail mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and me being already an artist. And um, I'm like, oh, my God, I said, this is cool. You know, <laughs> and then I begged my mom. I said, mom, I want to get my nails done. I want to get my nails done. And then the lady that I started going to, to get my nails done, I told her, I really want to learn how to do this. Um, if, so, if you don't mind me asking, if, yeah. if you don't mind me asking, what nationality was the lady who did your nails back then when you first got your nails done? If, do you remember? It was a Caucasian lady. Her name was Kathy. A Caucasian lady. All right. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Shout out and, to all the uh, sawed off. And she did, she, she was pregnant. She said, I'm retiring. I'm not coming back. She said, I will teach you. She said, and you can have all my nail stuff. And oh, wow. Wow. Go on, Kathy. Shut up. Are you still in contact with her? I don't, ooh, I don't know where she is. It's Do you know how old I am now? I don't know where she is now. I mean, but I'm, you know, always thankful for her, you know, for her taking me under her wing. And, and she did know. not have to do that. And that was in the 80s? Yes, ma'am. A white lady in the 80s helping out a little black girl. That is amazing. I, I know. I know. That it, 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 it was, you know. I wasn't expecting that, you know. Um, but, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. See? Okay, see, black folks out there, y'all got to stop saying white people are now here trying to look out for us, okay? Now, I'm not saying that everybody is, but give people the... I know it's not the norm. Right, but give people the benefit of the dang doubt. Give them a, give them a try. Let them try. Like, and then if they mess it up, all right, no problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And. Exactly. That is wow! That is such a blessing. And how much did you uh when you went to school? How much did it cost? Oh, I was I was blessed like that too. Um, there was an R O P in high school. It was the R O P, you know, um, technical trade program that um, was available to high school students. They still have it for cosmetology, but I'm not sure for nail uh, nail technology, but. Um, <laughs> It was free. <laughs> it wow. Was free. So you really been blessed in this it was, world. It, it coming up in LA. Yes, I can I can say that, yeah. That's yes, that I is can. definitely not the that. norm. That is not the norm. My heart goes out my heart goes out to, you know, nail tech coming up now because, you know, the schools are so expensive. You know, going to school is so expensive. And later on, you know, if you want to talk about, like, some lower-cost options that are still available, you know, we can do that, too. But, um, you know, school costs so much. Yeah, know, I spent three... technicians are coming out, and they're not having they're not having the skills, really, depending on where they go, they're not having the skills to, like, jump right into the business. And that disturbs so, Yes! Yeah, oh, my... Yeah. Oh my gosh, you hit it right on the head. I know I um 
it'll be two years I've been licensed this September, September the 1st. And Congratulations. Thank you. And um, I did it because my husband, he basically, he got tired of me dabbling in our in our kitchen with nail products and not knowing what I was doing. <laughs> He's like, you need to go get educated on this. Like, I understand you doing YouTube, baby. And pa- like, I'm glad like you sticking to it. But the fact that you sticking to it, I'm going to need you to go and do what you do, you know? And um, I live in a very secluded area, and it's only one option for a school. And um, and I've I've known about the school for years, and they've never had the best reputation. And but I really wanted to do nails, you know. And it cost me three thousand dollars to do nails, and that was three thousand dollars just for. My education that had nothing to do with going to go get the license. That had nothing to do with none of my supplies. Um, I know, I know. A nail tech didn't teach me. Um, I had a cosmetology, a cosmetologist uh, teacher teach me, and I had a barber teach me how to do nails. And um, I, you know, and it was crazy because you have a lot of girls who will go in there. I won't say a lot. You'll have some girls who go in there who's actually been playing around with acrylics for years before they go to school. And then you'll have somebody, you'll have someone like me who's only been playing with it for a few months. And when you go to these schools, they expect you to already know. And I don't understand that because it's like I'm in school. So why do you expect me to know? Why do you think that schools have that approach? Wow. Why do you think... You know, uh, because, you know, nowadays, you know, and especially on on Instagram, Facebook, there are a lot of self-taught nail techs that are, you know, prominent in the business. And they, you know, and because of the trend that people are learning and doing nails at home, that's why I think that there's an expectation when you start attending school that you already have knowledge under your belt and all you're there for, quote, unquote, is to learn sanitation and to get your hours. And they don't okay. tell you, and they but don't, yeah. they don't tell you that when you sign up. <laughs> A lot of girls you will go to school a lot of girls will go to the school thinking they're they about to learn how to slay and lay some nails. And they won't tell them, no, you're just there to learn how to keep the community safe, not spread diseases. Learn how to sanitize, learn how to disinfect. You know, that's all you're there for. Oh, my goodness. Um, yes, unfortunately. But that's why another thing, like, we were, you know, when we were discussing the podcast, that's why I would love my my real intent is to open up um, a cosmetology school but have a nail academy. Wow. Okay. And make it and make it at least at least at the very least six hundred hours. Yes. Before you can graduate. You know, make it before you can graduate out of my school. Yes. You know, I want I want to bring in, you know, top notch, you know, product manufacturers, demos, um, have I want to, to just cut it short, I want my students to be able to leave out of that school, of my school, and be able to jump right in. 
you know, not not you know, not um, treading water, but swimming. You know what I'm saying? And tell and, and tell our listeners which schools to fall short. Tell our listeners, tell our listeners what you mean by jump right in. Jump right into what? I mean, be able to go into a nail salon setting and be able to at least do basic sculpture nail, basic um, acrylic um, tips. Be able to even—I would even still teach the silk wrap method. I love those. Method, all you know. I want you to be knowledgeable, completely knowledgeable, capable, and uh, confident in your skills before you leave my school. So you can, because there's so many students that have student loans that they're still paying for the nail, you know, for yeah. nail class or for cosmetology or whatever. Yes. I feel like you, you know, how are you going to pay that back if you can't get into the skill? You know, you can't get into what you you took classes for. Oh my goodness! Doesn't make yes. sense to me. You know, so I would you know, um, three hundred fifty hours, two hundred forty hours. That's not enough. No, it's not enough. Four hundred hours. Six hundred hours or over. Four hundred hours is not enough. Okay, it's not enough. Now let me not ask enough. you this: what, what, what type of nail salon or environment have you worked in in over the years? Ooh, let me see. Okay, I started my first professional job. Now I'm gonna be honest. I thirteen. I was doing nails at home. I had a full clientele by the time I was fourteen. Wow. Even when I was, even when I was in high school. Um, my teachers were so cool. They would let me use their classroom to do nails during their breaks and during lunchtime. Dang, I little nails. entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you've literally yeah. been in the classrooms doing nails. Yes. <laughs> yes. Making my money. Yes. Making money. Yes. You know, I, I, but like I said, I've I've been blessed. I, I cannot say I have not been. I have been blessed with favor. I really have. So when you and, say you've been um, blessed, what type of doors have opened? Have, that, that, when I'm you sorry. when you say you've been blessed, what type of doors have opened up for you by that? What type of blessings well, have you received? Saying, you know, when you know when we start, you know, a white woman taking the time to teach me, yeah, how to true. do nails, yeah, me her that, stuff. That's a um, door right these, there. These teachers, white teachers, um couple of male teachers helped me, you know, saying, hey, take my classroom. You wow. Know wow. You know, and this was all in L.A.? You know what? Um, I live in the Sacramento Valley. I was born and raised in Sacramento Valley. Describe what type of uh-huh. area that is for people who aren't familiar with uh, yeah, Southern California. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, let me see. I'll tell you what. I live right across the street where Rodney King would be down. What? <laughs> Did you see the Rodney King beaten? No, I didn't. My um, But my godmother did, and she testified for both um, both cases. Matter of fact, the man that videotaped the, um, that videotaped the whole incident was my godmother's next-door neighbor, and he knocked on the door and said, you see what's going on over there? 
and they went out and they could look right across the street and watch watch what was happening. Wow. Wow. Well, I think Rodney King passed away a couple years ago too, unfortunately. Did he? I thought he just. Yes, he did. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. That I was sad about that because he had all of that money, wound up moving to Rialto, didn't have nothing, went bankrupt. He was all over the news, and that was dogging him out, and I didn't appreciate that. Like he was on that uh, celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew. For real? Because mm-hmm. he. Yeah, he never got over the emotional scars of what happened to him. Come on, and it's like they taunt him. If you seen, if you seen the tape, if you seen the tape, you can imagine what it looked like in 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 real time, in reality. He was abused. They abused that man. They did. He was fortunate that he had he had any life after that. Yeah. Because they beat him so bad in his head. Yeah. That um. You know, I'm surprised he didn't, his brain didn't emerge. Right. Because, I mean, they beat him, they beat him unmercifully. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They yeah. did him so wrong. Oh, but my yes, goodness. Yes, that's where I live. I live in the Sacramento Valley where, um, I don't know if any of you guys heard about, um, the, the 72, wait a minute, 72 earthquake, the 90, was that? 90, the 90, the 94 earthquake? So the 94 earthquake? Yes. Girl, you live over there? Yes, I do. Oh my god, that was a horrible. I was um, I was a little girl when that happened. I'm probably like four years old, I believe, when that happened. No, 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 no. I was a little older than four. I was like maybe six. I was a little older than four, and I still remember that thing was traumatizing. That was a traumatizing earthquake, man. And, um, but it's still kind it's predominantly white people. That's a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, no. No? No, it's not. I actually, there's, the, the San Francisco Valley is very, it's, it's large. It, it incorporates so, uh, so many cities. It is hard for me to say all of them. I can only, like, say maybe a couple cities in, in, in that particular area. But let me let me just say, okay, when I started, I started out in a hair salon in our neighborhood. Okay. Then um, I graduated up to actually the salon, the nail salon that was located in one of our local malls, um, where I originally got my nails done in that this cat. And um, I started working there. Then I started managing it. Then I um, moved from there to a more affluent area in the San Fernando Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, Studio City, mm-hmm. Sherman Oaks, Sardana, Casino area. There's some good dollars the over there. Set, the full set alone, like where I was working at, at the nail, the nail shop I was managing, the full set started like in 45 there. When that I was a lot of money back then. That sounds like a lot of money now. Yeah, I moved up to the more affluent area. Uh huh. Full set started at sixty five, and it's still like that today. Dang. It's still, you know. Up. And you that's know, for that's though, for some uh, basic. Even though the um, that's the a- shops are around, yeah. That's not no Savorskis. That's not no Chrome. No. Yeah. No. That's not no gel. And that's sixty five dollars no. starting. 
No. Y'all hear these clients? If you're not a no. nail text and you get your nails done, you better stop haggling in these nails texts. Come on now. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dolita. Okay, but it's, it's the area. I mean, it's, you know, it's like really close to the Hollywood scene and a lot of um, prominent people, you know, live up in that area. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a really nice area. And I did very well up there. Matter of fact, I was able to get my SAG card and, you know, Ooh. work on some, you know, stats. And, um, matter of fact, I worked on the, for the Young and the Restless, being filmed out here in Los Angeles, you know, filmed out here. Um, I worked on that, that set for two and a half years. Wow. Um, yeah, um, oh. yeah, got to, got to meet the whole cast. Now, were you, the whole cast, it was cool. Have you ever worked in the Asian show? Have you ever worked in the Asian nail shop? Oh, never. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Thank you, Jesus. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. No, I have not. All right, so what about, no. um, were any of the, uh, the I've places? Been offered, I've been offered, you know, um, you know, I've, I've been, um, solicited, but no. Is there, a, it, no. it sounds like you have a reason. Why? Why not? The reason, reason being is that um, I don't like the herd, you know, herding in cl- of clients. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hurry up and do, you know, hurry up and get them out and get the next Oh yes, I hate you that. Know, no, let it me. That affects, the that affects quality. It does. Yes, and, it does. And it doesn't. It, and it doesn't. It, and it doesn't. Um, it doesn't I don't think it really builds a rapport with clients because there's a difference between clients and customers. Trust me. Yes, there is. Okay, um, customers they they go from chair to chair, from person to person, and all that. Yes, right. Client means that they stick with you, they appreciate you, they you know they with you, they rock with you. That is the difference. Yeah. If you move salons or shops, they moving right along with you. Hey, exactly. And that I've been blessed with that too. I mean, I have moved from I've moved from Ventura Boulevard back into the hood, um, to Silmar, to Pasadena, to back here. You know what I'm saying? What's your and favorite my type? Have followed me. What's your favorite type? And of, I, that's a blessing. What's your favorite what's type of favorite what? type of environment to work in? The hood, the upscale, SAG. Which one's your? Which one's the best for you? Well, the one that pays, the pays. I didn't say that. I didn't know there's a difference between the one that's the the pays the best. I feel, I feel like this. I feel like this. Um, my mother taught me to be comfortable and and prosperous wherever I'm at. Okay. So, um, I I would prefer to be quote unquote in the hood. Because, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because I think that to have a nice nail salon, have a nice environment for your customers, you will draw the right kind of customer. Yes, you will. You know, I mean, right kind of client. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I think we need, we need to be pampered. Yes, you we know, do. In the hood. I, I, I really believe that. I, I believe that we need to have, have, be pampered in the hood, you know, have some, you know, have some really nice, 
you know, things for our clients and for our clients and clientele and, you know, and show people a different side, you know. Okay, you I don't mean to, to cut you off. You, you just really just brought up something in me, though. Okay, because okay. I'm with you on that one. But why is okay. it? Because I've, I'm watching the black um, community and the black nail techs rise within this pampering. I'm watching it. I'm watching uh, black women yeah. get these upscale salons, right? But why is it that you have a lot of these chop shops and these Asian salons who have that have like medical office chairs? Who haven't freshened up their paint on their in their uh, salons? Um, they'll have these specials saying that their uh, nails are eighteen dollars, but they know good and god dang well when they're done, they end up spending close to a hundred. You know, and they flock to and them. There's complain. no, there's no, and, and they don't complain. But there's no luxury added either. You know, and it's like they'll get talked about. They'll get no actual personal. Um, service, but here you are. You're thinking of, you know, you you want this atmosphere for our black women. But it's like when we put those type of salons, because I've seen it, I've worked in one. When we put those type of salons in the community like that, they want a discount. They want to come late. They don't want to book appointments. They don't want to respect, you know, the the next person. You know, it's like, what is it about? What what is it? What what is it that makes? the next culture be able to have to give net less to our community but but when we are trying to serve our community we have to give more okay um a little side note um i am i i have a bachelor's in psychology and uh, i'm taking a break before i'm going to my master's um shout out to psychology people my husband is it's he conditioning. my husband is also he has his it, yes him too y'all going to get the go ahead babe yeah i'm uh trying to fi- i'm trying to finalize my bcba it's called conditioning <laughs> if we've been conditioned we've let you know we've let prices and um how can i say we let you know cost prices um um you know it's it's conditioning i've had so many, you know, up-and-coming nail techs, you know, converse with me and talk to me about how um, they've been told that black girls can't do nails, only Asian, you know, people can do nails. Hmm. And it's the conditioning. They, um, when I was, if you want to go back uh, in the 80s, there were more black nail techs out here. There were a lot of them. There was, there, there was a, a whole there was a bunch of us. But when the more those shops started influxing into the community, the um I don't know why I, I can't even under, I can't even say exactly why. It's like a lot of our tech said during that time frame said, Oh man, I, I, I can't deal with that. I can't compete with that. I never was I've never been taught to think about competing. I've been thinking about the only competition I have really is myself. Oh, yes. And the reason why I say that, you know, because I like to challenge myself to do new things. I'm kind of I'm kind of at a, 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 a crossroads right now because the majority of my clients, like I said, they've been with me for many years. 
and they're older, more established. You know, I don't have to worry about them, you know, trying to, you know, trying to nickel and dime. Matter of fact, they go up on their services themselves. Okay. Like, oh, it's time for a raise. And then, you know, I don't have to say anything. Ooh, shout out but, to those clients. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm saying? But it's the conditioning. My mom went there. My cousins went there. You know. And then to see somebody, but it's like I'm a freak in a net, in, in, in a in a circus. You're black and you do nails. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like really, you know. Um, but a lot of my um, black nail tech friends are not tech anymore. You know, they couldn't. They got they got scared. And wow. Then the, most, the, the more we retreated, you know what I'm saying. The more it proliferates, um, you know, it, 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 you know, it, how can I say, I, I'm, my words right now, it, the more it, it uplifted the, the Asian, you know, text and everything. And, um, it is sad. So basically, mentally conditioned. So basically, what you can do now are Asians. So basically what you're saying is because the black community stopped supporting the black hairstylist and the black nair tech, you was you're we essentially started wiping our own careers out. And um in a way, yes. And then um but but like I said, the, the nail tech like the black nail tech I was friends with and we you know, we rolled together and what have you. They didn't even want, um, it was, it was on both sides. It was, you know, part of it was competing, the, the fear of competing with or against, you know, the Asian, you know, the Asian shops, you know, the Vietnamese shops. Mm-hmm. It was like, they, you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't even want to try. I said, why are you, I said, why are you giving up? I said, we do stuff that they don't even do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and saying? And now they're copying we us, but we ain't going to go there. Why are you giving up so? Well, I don't want, I'm like, well, okay, fine. Um, they went on it, and, and I went on, and, and you know, I, I can't say I've had a really good career. If I, if I stop, if I stop, right, well, I can't say stop right now, because my clients are not going to let me. But <laughs> if I, if I did stop right now, like I said, I really want to get my school. So I, I can, you know, at least encourage our young black girls, especially those that are going to college and stuff like that, pick this up, you know, get your license and stuff. You will always, you know, if you want to work two, two jobs or if you want to make this your career, you can do that and be successful. See, I like that concept of, like, looking at it from we, we make ourselves think that we're not good enough to do it. But I also think yeah. part of it is just the um, social economic, you know, like how, you know, where it's like, depending on like the class of, you know, you live in, you have this idea that right. like, oh, this place is fancy, it's too expensive, you know, but when you go to a cheap place and they mark you up for every little item, it's like, even though you're upcharge, paying the same price, upcharge, upcharge. right, even though you're paying the same price in the end. Like, people, for whatever reason, like, go to have this mindset that, well, it's like they blame themselves for the price being high. Mm. But 
when you go into a fancy <laughs> shop, you're blaming the shop. It's like they're overpriced. It, you know, they think they're better than what they are. Yes. But when you go to the one that makes you pay for yeah. every little embellishment and every little color change, it's like, oh, well, I'm the one who ordered all the expensive stuff. Yes, they are quick to take the blame. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. The mind conditioning yes. effect is real. So it, it but really it's, is. it's from several factors. It's we got the cultural aspect of black people not yes. looking at other black people like they're good enough to do certain things. But then you also right. got the the social economic factor of when you grow up in poorer neighborhoods or not as well off neighborhoods, you just assume like yes. oh, you know like oh well that looks fancy and they charge you a lot up front. I ain't going there. Because, like, we talk about stuff like how my wife is, she says how she's cutting down going to McDonald's because it's costing her almost the same, it's almost cheaper to go to Chili's. Yeah. And the food's way better at Chili's. Right. 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 And I'm getting a better service. They bringing the food to me. They waiting on me. They care about me. I may have to tip my server, you know, but... They gonna look out for me. Right, but when you start adding up what it costs to feed like three people, like me, her, and our kid, it's like, it's cheaper us to go to Chili's than it is to get value meals. It is. It really is. Yeah. And you can sit down, you can converse, Yeah. you can, you know, and, 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 you know, um, you know, absorb the ambiance of all that. You know what I'm saying? I understand exactly what you're saying. And that is what our problems have our people, our customers, our, you know, customers at this point, our customers do not understand is that, you know, you know, you deserve to be pampered. And you're paying the same price, sometimes less, right. when you come to us. Yeah. Right. Because we include a lot of stuff that they upcharge you for in one price. But you know what? You know what I'm saying? But we not only do. that, but not only that, it's like you know how it is when you have a you know how it is when you have a client where you've built up a reputation with them. You know what they got going on in life. You know that they've been coming to you for forever and they may be having a financial difficulty. You know what I'm saying? But they still coming to you. So they'll probably try to get a cheaper service because they want to get their nails done. And it's like, you know what, girl? That's not what you usually get. I know you can't afford that right now. Let me give you what you usually get. Okay, don't worry about that. Pay me what you can. Because I know, because we we look out for each other in that aspect. Because it's like, you may be a client, but that reputation that I'm building with you makes you my family. Right, exactly. That's where we're missing. Now, I got a question for you. You know, the customers, the client base, or, you know, they're missing that connection. Because their mind has been conditioned. It, it, it is, you know what I'm saying? They're being conditioned to to go to these shops, to accept subpar treatment, to be treated like cattle, to be, you know, to, to be worked on with dirty instruments. Re- reuse implements. Um, what else? Uh, you know, and let's not even talk about if you dis- if you disagree with them, what you might be subject to. Right. Yeah. Okay? Right. You might, you might get a beat down. You yes. might get, you know what I'm saying? Just for asking now, a question. Now, please. For asking a question. You know, 
They'll slap your hands around. You know what I mean? Touch you with the drill. On purpose. Um, On purpose. You know, all kind of stuff. The worst thing, I think, besides the sanitation issue, is talking about you in their language and and getting your money. Yeah. What about the fact, I know you've seen the videos the last year of black women oh getting my. beat up in these nail salons. Beat up. But we still go up in there. I know you've seen that, the videos. There, there goes again. Conditioning. Conditioning. My husband you had know, a question for you. You want to, you want to keep you want to keep supporting the oppressor. Yeah. Let me stop. Okay, let me go there. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, my dear. <laughs> oh, no, because it, it was tying into it. It was tying into it because, like, you know, you said you've worked in, like, the high fancy areas. You've worked in the hood. Yeah. You, know, you have the experience. Yeah. So, like, I look at people like, you know, I'm, I'm more of a sports guy. You know, so I look at people like Derek Coleman, who, you know, he tried to give back to the community of Detroit when they were going through their financial problems. Mm-hmm. And he was putting uh-huh. in businesses in the black community and trying to rebuild it. Right. He, like he was right, building strip right. malls. And okay. he like he was uh-huh. filling the strip malls with businesses himself. Okay. Like trying to get the jobs there. Okay. And what he happened? went bankrupt. Yeah. Because oh, the comu- I know about Because the community yeah. couldn't support it and they weren't cycling the dollars through the community. So it's like as someone who's seen both angles and seen different, you know, over the years, like is this something that you think, I'm not saying easily, but is this something you could see being remedied or you think we still got a long more time of just continuing the cycle when it comes specifically to the nail industry? Oh, well, if you, um, the nail industry, I have to look at it from a broader view from just outside of the, of the nail industry. We're talking about black economics. Ooh, okay. okay, and it is it is the saddest thing is I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. Be honest. The mindset, the mindset of our people is 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 going to be stagnated for some time yet to come because you know we refuse to acknowledge the truth about about things we you know we've gotten complacent what do they say when you got when you're an addict the first step is admitting that you have a problem so we haven't admitted that there's a problem yes yes we haven't really admitted there's not enough of us that actually will admit that we have this problem and that we have to deal we have to work on it and we have to deal with it but we have to start with our children we have to start from youth i was you know i had a mother and father that taught me about our history not the history of our of our 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 forefathers getting off the boat i'm talking about our history from back in africa my mother was very well versed on pan-african studies um pan-african you know um life and and culture and Mm -hmm. what have you and we have to start with our kids and start teaching them 
black economics and how to reinvent, how to make sure our dollars, our dollars travel through one another's hands at least several times before it leaves our circle. Ooh! Yes, girl. Yes. Okay, that is where we have to start young because you know once we get into a mindset. It is very difficult to break it. Mm. Mm. So mm-hmm. if we have to start with our younger generation now, before they get into their twenties, especially when it gets when they get to at least twenty five, because that's when the brain is fully formed. Okay, right. that's where the frontal lobe is is conditioned. It is in place. It is activated. It is fully activated. You have to get to it, get to them before that happens. Okay. okay because once your the mindset is there, it's hard to break it. Okay. Okay, it's very hard to break it. So, yes. So we have to start from youth. We have to start our kids from youth thinking not only for working for someone else, but for being entrepreneurs. Okay. Okay? Because if we, when, our, when we're entrepreneurs, we understand the importance of of rotating our money within our own people before it leaves. Because if you look at other communities, if you look at other cultures, if you look at um, and let me say this, and I'm not saying this to to um, cover my ass. It's not. This is how I exactly feel. All um, Vietnamese or Asian nail techs are not bad. They don't all have dirty shops. They don't all misuse or mistreat customers. Right. It just seems like the ones that's in our areas do. Right. Okay. They devalue us. But not all. Not all. No. Not all. No. But um, what I, you know, the thing is, is that we, once we teach our children to be entrepreneurs, you know, yes, to get jobs, but don't let that be your, you know, be your own boss. Then they will understand the black economics of letting the letting the money travel and, and you know and come to our people because the Vietnamese community they buy their nine times ninety nine percent of the time they buy just take the eight um, the Vietnamese shop ninety nine percent of the time they buy from their own people. I was just talking okay. to my husband about that this morning. Um, you all have, and I'm saying this because my father, he was a barber. And his barber okay. shop, I'm uh-huh. sorry, not was, he is a barber. And um, he went uh-huh. from, you know, renting a barber shop to actually own, I mean, like, you know, a, a, a booth, to owning one with right. with uh, one of uh, the five guys, okay? And they're all different nationalities, exactly. okay? They're not even all black. You got some yeah. black, you got some Mexican. You, everybody, it's, it's a mix of people, okay, within the five. Right. Now, now, before he was the one, before he became a, a business, a, a barbershop owner, he worked at a barbershop where right next door was a nail salon. Okay, and you know when you okay, okay. when you when you're a kid of a person who works in shops, you spend a lot of times in the shops. Okay. So I used to have to go to the shops during the summer breaks and stuff like that or whatever kind of break, Mondays off, whatever, okay? Right, right. And I would watch these Asian shops, and I'm not saying everybody, okay? But I would watch them. They would come in. They would come in together. They would bring in because uh, this shop that my dad was in, it was basically in the hood, okay? 
right next door within that same strip mall was a um was a black owned business another like a little convenience store where you can go and buy stuff right and um they would they wouldn't even go and buy a soda pop from the convenience store okay they wouldn't like you could not a napkin not a paper towel if they ran out of something they would get in their cars they would go drive to somebody and then come and bring or have somebody come in the truck and have that stuff drop off and it's just like but you're in our community and you're taking our money and you're taking our dollars but you won't even buy some toilet paper from the convenience store that's within your same like we're all helping each other we're all in the same strip mall you know so it's not it it, I, I feel like it, people aren't seeing the bigger picture when it comes down picture. to no. when it comes down to the money. Because no. it's like spend your money with whoever, okay? But my That's problem right. whoever, is whoever treats you, whoever treats you like you know, like you, like you're you're worthy. You know, but but, but this is like my problem. You. This is my you problem know? with the black community, though. And I see it all the time, whether it be nails, whether it be a website, whether it be a t-shirt. If a black person feels like they can't get the, the customer service that they want from another black person, they'll put on social media, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not messing with black businesses. And that's why I don't do black businesses. Exactly. They'll put them yeah. all within yeah. one group. But... They will go get dogged out by McDonald's, dogged out by Chili's, dogged out by J.C. Penney's. And I'm not, like, just whoever, you know, dogged out by the next person that's a mom and pop shop that's not their color. And they won't blast them. And they, why? No, and they'll go back. And they'll go back. back. And they'll go back. Possibly they'll go back. Okay? But see, that's my thing. We, We need to start early. And the other our, cultures, like said, kids, other you know? nationalities will talk about it. They'll say, say it. The black community doesn't support the black community. You will hear other nationalities and cultures and say that why, about us. And why do you think they come to, why do you think they always set up in our neighborhood? Because we won't support each other. That's why. That's why. Support everybody else except our own. So how do we change it? How do we fix it? We know the problem. Like said, We're addressing the problem. How do we change it? It's like I said, and 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 I and I hope I'm wrong, but like like I said, we're gonna have to start with our net with our new generations coming up because the the conditioning has been so entrenched in you know in our culture. That we, we we gotta start over. We gotta start over somewhere, and we gotta start where you know. We gotta start with our kids. We gotta teach mm. them. You know, we have fell off teaching our children about their true heritage. Mm. We we have left it to the school system, TV, media to teach our kids about what we should be teaching them about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Another thing is that, you know, like I said, we got to teach our kids to be entrepreneurs. We have to keep saying, we got to keep saying the truth. We can't let, you know, indifference silence us. And we can't discourage our kids because... 
Because a lot of that yeah. not not having confidence in what we do comes within the household. We have to be yes, able to, when we see certain traits in our kids that may be a little different, you know, everybody's not going to go to college, you know. And I talk to my no, son no, about, no. I talk to my son about stuff like that all the time. Like, it's like when I see my son, it's like, he don't realize it, but I'm like, he, he, he's a, he's a character, you know, like his best thing is going to be to either talk to people or to entertain people. But it would be a dummy of myself to be like, oh, my child needs to go to an Ivy League school and I'm saving all of this money for the top notch university. No, that's, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, but I am embracing him to do his own thing. You know, because it's like we tell our kids or you'll see people tell our tell you tell their children, oh, you got to go to college. You got to go work for this person. You got to go. But they'll be really good at um, on the computers. You know, they'll be really good at doing Uh hair. They'll be really good at they'll be clean. They'll be clean freaks, you know. Um, And it's like for some reason, it's like the black community has a problem with downgrading those 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 little type of gifts and traits and not uplifting them. You know what? And and, and I and my and I was fortunate, blessed again, to have parents that invested in my brother and myself. Um when I wanted to learn music, they got me music lessons. Okay. I know I know how to play the flute and the piano. Okay. But my thing is singing. My, you know, that's what I, I think. Okay. okay. My brother, um, my brother and I, both artists. Okay. Okay. But my brother, you know, they invested in, com- believe it or not, comic books. And, you know, we had all kinds of art supplies. Mm-hmm. My brother now is not only um, a cartoonist, a prominent cartoonist and writer. For he has done, he has worked for Marvel, wow, um, DC, wow. Dark Horse, Pixar, um, nice. Disney. All you know, all the you know. So he's prominent in his in his field. You know what I'm saying? Because we were weird, we were different. But your parents because invested the, in that. Yes, yes, they invested. You know, even though. We, 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 you know, college material, um, but it's the quirky things that actually make you who you are and may make you the most money hmm. and make you happy while you're making that money. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. You know, so that's what, you know, um, yes, we have a history and that's another stronghold that have to be broken. We Yes, it is. Oh my gosh, girl! It's, you... it's gonna take new blood to change the tide. 
It really is because, you know, we have been allowing this to proliferate through our communities, through our generations for so long. We're going to have to start rebuilding generation by generation. So that's why I'm saying we definitely we have to start with our children. Like my daughter, um, and I'm so happy and so proud of her. Um, she will be graduating with her bachelor in um, um, psychology, sociology, with a criminology emphasis. Oh, congratulations! But she's in the process. Thank you. She's in the process of designing her own clothes line. So this is, you know, this is what we do. This is what we do. You know, it's okay to have a day job. Don't let that be your final destination. There you go. Right. Don't let it be your final destination. All right, Dolita, man. Like I said, I really was not expecting it to get that deep, but we really needed it. Now, you were talking earlier about, um, a nail, you know, opening up a, uh, a school, but a nail tech okay. academy specifically, something yeah. that's very needed. Have yeah. you, um, have you started, um, you know, maybe doing the research on that? Have you started, you know, the prep on that? Is that something that we need to be looking out for, um, in the near future? give me um, to do it correctly give me about two years because in California I can't I don't think I can do it here in California it costs too much money mm. um, yeah I've been hearing cause you were telling me a lot of stuff was closing up in the real community in LA. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing in LA there's a lot of stuff closing in the nail community and it seems like it's the cost of rent is just tripping out there it is, it is horrible it is horrid. It's terrible. See, what I want to do, and um, I'm blessed again, I have um, an older brother and my aunt and my dad um, made sure, you know, plus I saved up a little bit of money over the years. Um, I want to move to Texas. And what part of Texas? You can live better. What um, part of Texas? Dallas. Dallas, maybe. Um, my people are from College Station, over by where Texas A&M is. Okay, okay. Um, um, let me see. What? Um, Dallas, Texas. Um, what my brother said. I can't think of it right now. It's on, on the tip of my. But it's all you know. It's it's, it's in within the that area. That area. Okay. And because you can live better out there, you know what you get. You can get a five bedroom mini mansion out there for like maybe. 200 250 Oh. If you can't get a one-bedroom house out here for under four or $500,000, yeah. it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, you're not lying. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I, go, I plan on going there and establishing, reestablishing myself there. My brother wants to invest. My aunt wants to invest. I have money to invest to do it right. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to pay three thousand dollars three or four thousand dollars to go to school trust me you're going to get your money's worth you're going to get your money's worth you're going to have knowledge you're going to have confidence you're going to have skills to 
go out here and start in a salon. I would love to do a collaboration. I would love to do a collaboration with my acrylic line when you get down to Mm -hmm. that. And um, we we, we should talk, you know, the, the more you get to that because... That I, I want my products to start being more into the the schools, you know, to start getting right. um, the proper education because you have a lot of nail techs coming out here that wants to do all of this elaborate nail art, but they don't know how to utilize. The, the, yeah, they don't know what they're doing <laughs> with the products. They just have products, no. but they don't know how to work the product. You it's know, kind of like when we were coaching right. our son's basketball team last summer. They were, we had like two kids that could dribble amazingly. Like they were like NBA All Stars with they dribbling, but they couldn't uh-huh. just walk and dribble without the ball hitting their feet and going down the court. They couldn't just like they could pass the ball behind their back and dribble between their legs, but they couldn't just walk and dribble the ball without losing the ball. Right. And I kept trying to emphasize the really? the uh, you know fundamentals to them because the one kid was arguing with me like, well, my cousin said you know I should just do this, and I'm like, look. It don't. It's great that you can do that fancy stuff, but the fact that you can't get the ball up the court ain't helping nobody. Right. Everybody wants to run before they can walk. Right. <laughs> right. Really, I know. You know, you have to learn the foundation. You have to learn the foundation of what what you you know what you are doing. Yeah. If you don't know the foundation of the structure of language, yeah. You know, you can't properly. Um, articulate right you can't, you, you can't get your point across yeah you know but if you you know you you have to know see what a lot of things what a lot of um and you have to be careful a lot of what a lot of techs are doing is they're not taking time to really learn the fundamentals you yep. know what i'm saying right they're not taking the time to you know they want to put all this fabulous nail art and all these stones and all these embellishments on top of the nails, but underneath the nails, it is crap. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crap. And crap, you know, crap doesn't stand up. Right. You know what I'm saying? One thing my husband likes to brag about when I do it is when I sculpt the nail, because he'll be like, she built this nail from nothing. (laughs) Yes, but see, that's what I'm saying. I want... I want whoever is in my school and under my toilet, I want them to be confident and putting on form and sculpting. You know, um, some people, they like tips. You know, me personally, I like tips. For, you know, when I do my nails, I like to, put, you know, because I want a thinner structure, but I still want strength. So I, you know, I do it like that um, um, without too much, because you know, if you really don't know your structure, you can make a bulky nail, and you don't want to make a bulk a bulky sculpture nail. Right. You don't want to make a bulky nail anyway. Right. It has to, you know, it has to have its proper apex. It has to have the proper structure. It has. You have to know your ratios. You have to know your powder to liquid ratio. You know, and 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 different um different um acrylic line. Excuse me. Different acrylic lines have um. Um, different properties with different ratios. Exactly. So, 
Like, it was, you know what I'm saying? I, I know exactly what you're saying because I know, like, myself, it's just like, that's another thing people don't understand is, like, when you're first starting off as a nail tech, it's, a like, a never-ending cycle of learning. I, um, like I told you, it'd be two years that I just went to school. I spent over $3,000 just to go to school. This past October, I went to a young nails class and I got, uh, I had to pay over a hundred dollars for that, you know, and it's far from where I live. Um, and I also plan on taking more classes because it's like, I know where I want to be within my nails, but I'm not there yet. But I also know it takes okay. so many hours to be able to even get to that master point. And the fact that I went to a school that only gave me 400 of them hours, like, I still got thousands of hours to go, <laughs> you know? But you know what? Don't beat yourself up because even us that may, may or may not consider ourselves masters or... Let me tell you something. In this business... You always are striving. Don't ever let yourself be complacent with your skills. Okay. Because, you know, things, you know, new things are always coming up, mm-hmm. coming out. The business is always evolving. And as it and evolves, things always come back, too. They rotate. They yes. leave and come and back. come back, too. And things come back, too. So, I mean, that's why I say... When I open up my nail academy, I'm going to go back to old school basics, too. Yes. And that's why the silk wraps, the paper wraps, yes. I used to make good money doing yes, the paper wraps. Yep. Those, those rich white ladies like the paper wraps. Yep, the, the fiber wraps. Fiber, you know, fiber wraps, um, you know. And the nail dipping. Everybody thinks this nail dipping stuff is new. It's not. It's not new. Tell them again, that. girl. It's not new. It's not new. We were doing that in the 80s. What about the air? The one that is the most funniest to me right now, because, I mean, I, I, I am what they call, you know, you know, nail horse. I, I try everybody's stuff, you know? I, wanna, I uh-huh. want to, because to me, it's like, you need to be educated in all of these different things to be a professional, you know? Like, when a oh. hair... A hairstylist just don't use one product. You know, they use multiple different products because somebody may be allergic to one of those products, you know? Right. But, you um... Know, I, I, have, I have two liquids that I use, too, uh, for that allergy. Yeah, Some you see? allergic to... Like, I have... I use Young Nails and C&D. Okay. Uh, I have people that was allergic to, C, to Young Nails, but yeah. not allergic to C&D. So, yeah. Yes. But before... I know, I know our hour is up. Let me just say this right quick. For any of you guys that are having problems trying to fund your nail career or, you know, get going to school, look into the community, look into community colleges and look into trade, you know, trade school. Okay. Um, we have, yes, look into to trade school because they usually generally run cheaper. Okay, let me get a better experience. Now, tell uh, let me ask you this for the listeners because I know as a nail tech you can't do this, but I'm seeing a trend of people online doing online nail schools. Can you get your license Uh Uh and obtain Uh your license online? Not in the United States, you can't. Period. Say that one more time for the listeners in the back. Not in the United States. 
states, the only state that does not require licensure is Connecticut. They so, have a certificate. Thank you. They're certified. But everybody else has a license. There is nothing. Yes. License. Okay. Um, please understand that it's okay. There's some schools that will allow you to do your homework online. They incorporate it, but you have to have um, theory, theory, which is your homework, which is your school, your book learning and all, everything. And you have to have practical. Practical means in person. Okay? It means at a school setting. It means at a school. Okay? It does not mean online. There is no, no credible, completely online program for nails and hair. Period. There is not. There is no such thing. Period. And if anybody is telling you that it is, they are a liar. Okay? The truth is not in them. (laughs) I'm going to tell you now. Okay? Thank you it's so not much. Cool. It's, 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 it's not. Mm, no. Mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Funny. So anybody come at you with that mess? Shut them to the left. Okay? Because that's... No. You have to go to school. You have to go to school. You can do... There, like I said, there are schools that are starting... You know, as we go into technology... They're starting to um, incorporate technology into the school setting. But you have to be uh, registered at school, and you have to do your practical at school. Thank you You might be able to do your homework online, but you have to do your practical at school. Thank you. At a school setting. Thank you. So, yeah, okay. And just a couple more things. What advice? What advice? (laughs) What advice do you give these new technicians? You know, especially our black ones who are getting discouraged. You know, coming out into this nail game, who haven't quite built up their clientele yet. What advice would you give to those ladies? Okay, first of all, don't give up. You know, if if this is really your passion, don't give up. You know, the first few, you know, you, you're learning. The first nail I made was so thick, I couldn't measure it with a ruler. Okay. <laughs> um, it was, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so, yes, I, I do. I mean, just practice, practice, practice. Just, you know, don't give up. Practice, practice, practice. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't feel shame. If you see somebody um, that you feel like that you can approach, to ask for help, don't, you know, don't be shamed. You know, a lot of us are here to help. And, and if that you know, person shoots you down, you go to somebody else. We're not all assholes. Yeah, go to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, just you know go to somebody else. Saying? Go to somebody else, you know. Um, what else? Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, um, to build up your clientele, you know, um, now, please understand, you're going to have to, you know, you might have to give away some free services, you know, you got because you got to get that practice time in on human hands. So, you know, get your friends, get your, you know, family, get, you know, um, 
you know, advertise, you know, I need practice, you know, or, you know, you know, don't be, don't be afraid to, you know, try, Okay. you know, don't be afraid to try. Um, another thing, uh, uh, oh, another thing is just, um, you know, um, don't give up. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay. If, if this is really what you want to do, just don't give up. Now, what you advice know, would you know? Don't. What advice would you give a person thinking about going to nail school? Okay. Um, please do your research about the school you're going into. Um, try to get in touch with other techs that were that are in your area that could, you know, give you the 411 about, you know, the schools and everything, you know, try to go somewhere where, you know, you can at least learn more than what a lot of us did, okay. <laughs> you know, before, you know, going in before you spend your money and spend your time. Um, and, you know, connect with a you know, try to connect with other techs and other students and stuff and, you know, get you a circle. You know what I'm saying? Get you a circle of, of, of comrades that, you know, can help encourage and and keep, you know, keep us going and stuff. You know, that's what I like about our nail tech bent group, girl. We go off in there sometimes, but we got each other's back in the end. Yes, y'all do. I don't say much in that group because, you know, I'm blessed and thankful enough to not have a lot of it, like, as far as, like, trials and tribulations to be like, oh, God, my life. you see me very rare, very rare do you see me say anything bad about my clients. Very rare. Yeah. Very rare. My clients, my clients treat me so well. I can't, I can't complain, but then I... Some of the things that, you know, we go through, you know, we need to have a place where we can, you know, kind of go off and get it out and still maintain our professionalism. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. You know, so, but get you a group of, of nail sisters, nail brothers. There's men, there's a lot of, there's men do nails too. The industry, <laughs> yes, they do. Brothers do nails. They, yes, they do. I want my son um, to do nails when he know, gets older. What'd you say? I said, oh, I really? want my son to do nails when he gets older. My daughter said she was going to take, you know, she might take a break from her master and go, because we have, we have so many options in Southern California. I have a, um, I have a wonderful trade school, West Valley Occupational. If you're in the San, anybody in the San Fernando Valley, West Valley Occupational has a wonderful nail technology um, course. Mm, okay. And it is inexpensive. Okay. Inexpensive. Okay. That's West Valley Occupational. Um, it is, what city would that be? Um, Reseda, California. Okay. Um, Reseda or that Winnetka. Um, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I don't know about yeah, well, you can find it by receiving. Yeah, Google it. But, Google, um, Google it. Yeah, Google, Google everything it. else. Google it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, that's that's about it. Just don't give up because if you you know you really about this business, you can you don't have to worry about 
um, competition. You don't have to worry about it. You will find a lane for yourself. Don't get mad if you can't do all this. If you never can do all the wild and crazy stuff a lot of us, some of us do, believe me, there's a niche for you too. Yes, there is. There is. And this is a marathon. A it's not you. a race. It's a marathon. It was, yeah. It's you, going, know, you know, you know, going, you going first. You, uh, what would you say you've been doing this since you were 13 years old and you're 54 now? About to be 54? About to be 54. So there you go right there. The proof is in the pudding. You're talking over 40 years being in the About to game. be 54. You know what? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like um, going back to sports. It's kind of like with like basketball. Mm-hmm. You got, if you ain't LeBron or Kobe, people act like you wasted. Oh, like he was an awful player. He He sucked. And it's like. He made it to the NBA. Do you know how good you got to be to be to the NBA <laughs> and be on somebody's bench? Yeah, like somebody, make it to the NBA. Like people yeah. be making fun of certain players who've been on, who've been playing for like twenty years, but they've been a bench player their whole career. And star players would be like, "Yo, know good you got to be to be a bench player for that long." Yeah. And I remember they had like an and one tour thing where they were like challenge. Dude yeah. was a former NBA player, and he was like an announcer or something now. Okay. And the and one guy was just like. Dude was wearing dress shoes and slacks. Okay. And the one player couldn't cross him over. Oh. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. I was in the NBA. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm way better than you'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you play But people. wait a minute, but, but always remember, this is, you know, always remember, even though now, Lakers, hey, purple and gold to I die. But anyway, um, Kobe and Shaq, they weren't. They couldn't win any championships without other players right. that may not have been superstars, but they were role players. No, no, but my, my whole and they point got championship was championship rings just like they did. <laughs> no, 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 but that was my point. Was the fact that. You know? It was like all these for people who think like, oh, I can't make like three D designs on nails. I can't I do can't. art. Yeah, it's like. Like you guys are saying, there's it's a lane for everybody. Count. My point it's was, awful. even if all you could do is like the basics and make it look neat and crisp and the way somebody wants it, you can still have a long career and make good money. Yeah. You don't yes, gotta you be like the number one Instagram nail technician in the world no. to like have a long and profitable career. No. That was exactly. my point. You could be the bench player. Yeah. And. Yes. Be no, doing this for 20 you years you, and make more money than someone who was a star for one year. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's, it's about longevity. Yes. It's about longevity and always keep a good attitude. I was just People, about to sometimes. say that. When someone as a new nail tech when someone doesn't like your stuff and they're trying to tell you something, even if they come off wrong, take it as constructive criticism because it's like you they may see something that your eyeballs can't see yet. You know? You may yeah. it, it may be they may be able to let you know, "Hey, if you just take your file and turn it this way, your lines will be crispier." You know, we also as Neltex, we can't be, I understand it's our work, it's our, it's our, art. these are our little art, it's our beauties, it's our babies, but we can't be so, yes. we gotta have a tougher skin. We can't be so emotional when someone doesn't like something. Because people aren't gonna work. like everything. You just, hit, you just hit on something. You just hit on something. The majority of us, and please understand this, you guys, I'm not saying this to be derogatory or anything, but the majority of us, 
and get into this business. We get into this business because we love it. We embrace it. We yeah. want it. Yeah. We want to do better. We want. But when you go, if you think about um, the the most Vietnamese nail tech, it's just a job to them. Yeah. You know it's what about I'm the saying? Money. It was their way. Yeah, it's about the money. It's about you know getting. You know, not all. Now, don't don't get me wrong, but right. they, you know, I, there are they, some. they came here to work. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a job to them. It's a passion to us. Yeah, because so, I know for myself, we, personally, I spend more money on nail art stuff that I can perfect. Girl. That I don't even put on anybody. I don't sell it. I don't upsell it. I don't give it just so I can waste it, mess up on it so I can perfect it so when I do offer it it is at my top that's right exactly I will, I'm talking about from liquid to powder to glitter to glow in the dark to uh, color changes to to Savorsky's just so I can learn a design you know and it's like when I once I glue these bad boys on that nail, I can't take it off. Nail tips, nail tips oh, cost girl, so much money. I had a, I had a, there was a video in in one of the groups I used I I used to be in. I used to be a moderator in, um, and um, there's a video of me trying to take off my stones off of my nail, girl. Those stones will fly everywhere in my hair, in my bra, in my yeah, <laughs> everywhere, behind. all over the place. Trying to get them, trying to get them off. Yes. You know, have to drill them off sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that means that they're on their right. Yeah, that, that's what that means. So, but just you know, look, you know, um, you know, develop, you know, develop male family because they, you know. We encourage each other to keep going. Mm-hmm. We encourage other, we encourage each other. You know, we try to teach each other things. We try to, um, you know, let you know about. Oh, hey, I found these stones over here, or hey, I found this over here, or whatever. We're trying to help each other. If we come together and help each other keep up our game, you know, we're gonna keep. You know, we're gonna. The more of us that stay around sisters and brothers that stay around in the nail business in time, in time, maybe not automatically, maybe not right away but in time the tide will change Wow. But we have to teach our people we have to teach our people okay. you know, we have to teach our people about, you know, how you know, how to, how to support each other you know, I don't want you to come to me just because I'm black I want you to come to me because you love my service. Thank you. I want you to come to me because you 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 understand that I'm going to put quality on you. And I don't want to service just black people. Like a human being. I don't want to service just black people. I want to service Mexicans. I want to service whites. I want to serve Filipinos. I want to service everybody. I don't want just the black. But that's where, and see, and that's where sometimes uh, some of us make our mistakes we don't we we don't make ourselves acceptable to everybody mm, you know mm, what i'm mm, saying mm. that's how because i'm gonna tell you something even though the majority of my core clients are black older established you know whatever yes a lot of my clients are hispanic okay. they're white 
Okay. There, you know, what, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? You make yourself, you make yourself um, open to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, don't take, don't waste, I'm not going to say don't waste time. Don't spend too much time worrying about if your, your sisters come to you or not. You're in this. If you love them, you want to do everybody's now. Every thank you, dang that is so. You want to awesome. do everybody's now. Yeah. You know, don't limit yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying. And men, hey, men are trying awesome. to get their nails done too, so don't exclude them out either. Oh yeah, and they pay well too. And so stop it with all of this. We got, we have we one ha- of the most successful. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. One of the most successful nail salons is geared toward men right here in Beverly Hills. Wow, okay. That's because it's men. We pay what we told to pay. <laughs> like, if, like if a dude went to a nail shop and was nails. told that nails started at $100, he'd be like, all right, I guess that's what nails cost. I'm about to start doing men's nails. You know, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I mean, um, um, like we don't barber shop our barbers. We don't sit there and be like, "Ooh, but my other bar, the other barber I went to charged me five dollars less." We just like, "How much is a haircut? Thirty dollars." All right. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, I tell you, you know, it's it's you know, it's an open market. You know, but you have to be you have to be open. You know, if you you know, if we would just wait. For our people to, you know, our our women to come to us, we go. We might go hungry that first year. No, we will. You know <laughs> no, it's not a mind. We are. You, you know? are. You gonna go hungry. We gonna starve. You ain't gonna have no roof over your head, and your kids is gonna be very upset with you. I'm just saying. Mm-mm. You got. You know it? what I'm saying? So you know, you market yourself. You market yourself to everyone. You know, um, the more the more of our people that come to us, wonderful. But in the in the meantime, you know, just make yourself marketable to everyone. They will come. They will come. They will come. But you got to put yourself out there. You have to make sure you put yourself out there, people, because that whole, the field of dreams, um, build it and they will come. No, they don't know who you are. They don't fall out the sky. Um, So you got to, you know, you got to step out your comfort zone a little bit. You got to be approachable. So, and... I always give my wife a hard time, and I always tell her, like, <laughs> I always tell her, like, you got to treat these female customers, like, I always tell her, like, you're your own target, you are your target demographic. So, like, for you know, it, it takes a lot of being willing to, like, I guess maybe swallow some pride, you know what I mean? Some Be- humble yourself. Yeah, humble yourself. Yeah. Because I tell people, I, I always yourself, tell yeah. them, like, remember, babe, like, you got to treat these chicks the way you want to be treated. So, like, if, you know, and exactly. it's like, if you want to be treated like a five-star, like, like you Beyonce when you walk in, then that means you got to treat all these chicks like they Beyonce. And if you're the type of person who's like, I ain't bound down to nobody, then you shouldn't be in this type of business. Yeah. Because we no. in the business to no. serve. No, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, we have to, you know, step out. We have to step outside of our comfort zone. I've gotten to the point where I really don't advertise. I I don't advertise anymore. You know, I'm you know I'm not really taking you know new clients. But 
always, I always, for some reason, I, I just have, I always keep business cards. I always keep business cards. You never know who you may run into. You might run into, you might run into someone that works for the studio. Mm. Now that was funny. That was, let me tell you a quick story to tell you how, you know, the nail industry can get you into places and get you meeting people you would never think you would meet. Okay. I was working up on Ventura Boulevard, um, Termin Oaks, exclusive area in the, in the valley. And it was a sister that worked in a, you know, a, a, a little hot dog stand that was next door to us. We used to go over there all the time. Okay. One day, I had this thing for Barry White. Oh, my God. His song, one of his songs came on the radio. And I'm talking, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love him. I love him. Oh, he's so sexy. Oh, he's so handsome. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And, you know, me and this girl, we developed in this friendship. Okay. And my birthday comes, and my clients are dropping off gifts and everything. I'm feeling all special. Okay. Someone says... Hello, it's Malika here. Oh. I looked up, it's Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> With a dozen big red long thin roses. Oh, okay. And my mouth dropped open and I said, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, it's Barry White. He came in, said happy birthday to me, hugged me, said, you know, I'm like, oh my God. I said, how did you know? How did you know it was my birthday? Yeah. He said, your friends with my daughter. <gasps> His daughter, Bridget, was looking looking in the door, looking in the door, next door. Looking in the window from the next door. Oh my gosh. I said, Bridget is your daughter? I said, she told you what I said about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to... Did his manicure, did a couple manicures on him, his wife. I did some work on her. Wow. And the one that got me in the Columbia studio. Wow. <laughs> wow. All because of one girl. <laughs> All because you were friends with one girl. Yep. That is amazing. You know, you know it, it, it takes, let me, let me say this, nail tech. It takes less effort to be to be hospitable and to be pleasant and to be you know positive and it takes a whole lot of energy to be negative mm, mm, mm. you never know who you come in contact with you never know who you can affect with your presence wow just by me being nice and being myself I'm, I'm being you know nice to someone else opened up a whole new door for me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, introduced me to someone that I admired very much. Um, the whole family, you know, very nice, very nice people. I, you know, I hated when he passed. Aww, you know, him yeah. and Lodine, you know, very down-to-earth, loving people, you know. That, that's what I'm saying. Just, you know, be pleasant, be pleasant as you can, and go to the big group and let off steam. <laughs> ah. 
Dang, well, Dolita, this was absolutely amazing. You dropped, like, some awesome tidbits. You gave us some great background on um, just, you know, being in nail tech in this world. Um, some of the blessings. You definitely gave us and the listeners some things to, you know, be able to be um, hopeful for. You know, as far as some of the doors that may even be possible um, for us in the future. You know, um, I really want to thank you for taking your time out to come and um, be interviewed on this podcast. You may not know, but you were actually our first um, interviewer. So you kicked it off and any and everybody after you, they're going to have a lot to be able to um, hold up to. They're going to have to bring it, girl, because you brought it. <laughs> you brought it. I- I was so surprised and, and, and definitely honored when you asked me to do this and um, it was it was it was never a hesitation. You know, we have to you know, we I believe the energy we put out into the universe is what we get back and then so There you so, go. You know, if if I can you know, someone helps me and, and that's why I you see me in the groups fighting to help you know, to help others, you know, please, you know, let's do it then, please, you know, yes. let's try to, you know, help some of the self-talk, let's, let's give them the right information, let's, yes. you know, let's encourage them, let's, let's you know, yes. and that's because I know where I started off at, you know, and um, so many people helped me along the way, you gotta give it back, you can't, you know, you can't be selfish and hold on to all that. Well, it it definitely shows um, because uh, up until before I asked you to enter, I asked to interview you. um, We have not communicated directly. Um, I'll pop up on some of your lives every now and again, but it definitely shows, and you're definitely an asset to this uh, to this community. And um, you are definitely appreciated. If 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 nobody else told you, I'm telling you, you are appreciated in this no world if you're not already following dolita um once again her instagram is say it again for us dolita um ig at nail diva delicious nail diva delicious all right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be having more uh, podcasts coming soon as far as interviews. We'll also be having our segment. And, well, the real unmarried hip-hop of anywhere. We'll be coming out soon. We'll be having Riley's Rants coming out soon. Go. Oh, and I was going to say, I definitely look forward to, re- to doing another interview with you after you watch that Killer Mike uh, uh, What was it? Trigger Trigger warning warning. So when you finish watching that Let us know when you're done watching that Because we'll love to bring you back on the show And so we can go over um, Go over that on the podcast Okay do me a favor, text me that So I will remember I will remember that and I can go look that up I definitely will Uh, Have a great day Thank you guys so much No problem and before we leave Listeners you already know what I gotta say Love, peace and keep your nails on fleek